This episode of the podcast is brought to you by none other than your mother. If you do enjoy, and I hope you do, please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, high five, send me an email, send me a couple bucks, either or. Enjoy the podcast. Wow. What's going on, guys? Welcome back for another episode of Drink Your Podcast. It's been wonderful. Um, you know, the last podcast I did went so well with the topic generator. I'm going to do that again because it kind of throws some new things out there. It makes me think about stories and stuff that I did years ago. Brings back some, some good old times. And it makes you guys think the same question to yourself. I know if I was watching, I'd be like, that's a good question. So I wanted to kind of pass that along to you guys. Um, so we are on another topic generator. Um, it's a different site. So, I mean, I don't think that really matters, but it's a different site, which is trying something different. Uh, and it seems, uh, I kind of like these questions so far. So, uh, the first one that I stumbled upon was, have you ever walked out of a movie? And, uh, I gotta say no. I don't think I've ever walked out of a movie. To be honest, I've... You have a better chance of me falling asleep at a movie theater than me walking out. Even if it's a bad movie, I'll just fall asleep, to be honest. Because, um, I don't know what it is, but... I have this thing where when a movie comes on, I get really sleepy. And I fall asleep. Not so much at, like, a movie theater, but... That's how I get. Uh, but my wife... For some reason, when a movie's on, she, like, there's something in her body that's like, I gotta finish this. Even if she's, like, tired, she'll, like, tape her eyes open or something. That's how crazy she <laughs> She told me not to talk shit about her. Um, what was the last meal you cooked? Eh. Wasn't really a meal. And the last thing I ate was a bagel with cream cheese, which is pretty, pretty fucking awesome. Uh, Wegmans makes pretty good bagels. Last meal... It's just sad that I have to think about it. It really kind of lets you guys into the world of me not really eating meals, but more or less just eating random stuff. Uh, I think the last... Oh, the last real kind of meal I made is I, last night I made pasta because I didn't know what else to make. I was like, ain't nothing else in this freaking house, so I might as well make pasta because pasta is like a good go-to, you know? Uh, do you ever gamble on sporting events? Fuck No. Maybe if I gave a little bit more of a shit about sports, I would, but that just seems like a bad idea. Um, that's, I don't bet on anything. I mean, I, I don't even buy a scratch-off lottery ticket. Very rare do I, do I buy one. Sometimes I get the itch and I'm like, who knows, man, this might be my moment where I win a couple thousand bucks. But I, I know people that have gotten into, the, into their cars and they have them like, they have like old scratch-offs. They have a problem. They have old scratch-offs in their car, just like on the floor, um, in its own like separate box. But yeah, I don't, I don't really like, I don't like gambling. I like, uh, I like things that I, I like things that I, I know are absolute, and gambling is not one of those. Um, I did meet a kid though, a couple months ago, uh, who I drove for Uber, who. He gets paid by people. And this was a young kid. I mean, he was probably a little bit younger than me. Um, he gets paid to give people advice on what games to gamble on and, and just, like, tips and stuff like that. And 
to be honest, he made gambling seem really appealing because even he was like, yeah, I don't do certain kinds of bets because they, they just, they don't make sense. He's like, he was basically telling me he does these bets where he'll put like $5 in with the possibility of winning like $2,000. Like it's such a big pool um, that he does. And uh, yeah, there's just like certain types of bets that he doesn't that he doesn't uh, take and stuff like that. So he uh, he's the first person that, well, he's he's the second person I know that like gambles um, kind of full, like full time who has like a realistic grip on like how you should gamble. Because I don't care what you say, there is a right way to do, <laughs> do the wrong thing, you know? Like, wouldn't recommend gambling, but if you're going to do it, you know, you should do it a certain way. I shouldn't have wore these glasses for this uh, this podcast because these have like the you can tell they have like the blue light type shit in them and they uh, they tint when I uh, if I'm in front of a light or the sun really. Uh, so yeah, I don't I don't fucking gamble. Now whatever you do with your life, that's cool, man. It's a hobby for some people. Uh, where will you be this time tomorrow? <laughs> to be honest, I might be doing another podcast. Um, at the moment, I have a very free life uh, because, like I said, the barbershop is shut down. Um, typically, I'd be there right now. And uh, when I when I do drive for Uber, I do it at night. So I have, like, the, the whole day to, to get stuff done, do podcasts, draw, whatever I really want. I can just be creative. Um, it's nice not spending any money, really, just kind of hanging out which is really cool. So yeah, that's what I'll be doing tomorrow, either another podcast or, who knows, working on something else. If you won a lot of money, what would you spend it on? I think this is a very good question. Um, this is a question that a lot of people ponder. They're like, man, if I won the lottery, this is what I would do with it. And here's what I would do. If I won a lot of money, I would pay all my debts off. That'd be the first thing i do. Um, yeah, I'd pay all my debts off. I would, I would then, and this kind of goes along with that one, I would then set myself up to where I would either pay off my current house or just like get myself into a house that is like a forever house, get that all squared away and paid off and probably help out some family and then give the rest away to like charity or something like that. I don't know. I think like it sounds really, it sounds easy to say because I don't have all that money that they're talking about. That's theoretical. Um, but I would still want to work. I don't want to be a fucking retired 29 year old. That's boring as hell. I mean, I I I don't think I'm ever going to fully retire. I'm always going to work. Just depends on the extent of, uh, of my work that I'm going to do. Um, like, I will probably cut hair forever until I die. But am I going to cut Tuesday through th- Saturday when I'm 90? No, probably not. Um, but that's a good question. I think a lot of people have a very similar outlook. I mean, I haven't met somebody yet that's like, dude, if I if I just become rich, I am going to buy a bunch of drugs and hookers. Um enroll in college, not pay it off, and then have no money left. I don't typically hear that. So, <laughs> But you do know there are shows out there, uh, How the Lottery Changed My Life, and there are people who 
essentially followed that path. So don't do that. Uh, but that's a very good question. Do you ever go to stand-up comedy shows? <laughs> I don't. But uh, which is which is kind of funny because I comedy is probably one of my favorite forms of entertainment aside from music. Um, and I gotta say, I would rather listen to uh, comedy than than music. At some point, you know, sometimes I love comedy, but I don't go uh, to comedy shows because. I don't. I don't have a good excuse. I have a. Actually, I have a good excuse. I have a best friend who lives in uh, Miami, Florida, who is my comedy brother, and uh, that's like the one thing that we haven't done yet <laughs> is gone to a comedy show. I used to live in Florida, so we were buds, and uh, our friendship really blossomed after I moved away. But that's actually. This makes me think about it now that I should go to comedy shows. And, of course, I can't because everything's shut down. And I'm not watching a Zoom comedy show. I'm just not doing it. Um, I will watch stand-up comedy on Netflix or something before I watch a Zoom comedy show. I just... If I'm going to go, I'm going to go. What was the last photograph you took? I think the last photograph I took was the, uh, the other night... Uh, my wife and I did some decorating. We did some Christmas decorating. And we took family photos, uh, which we do have to probably redo, I think, um, if she wants to. But that was the last photo I remember taking. I could also look at my phone. Let me look at my phone. So, so you guys know I'm not lying. You know what? I lied. The last photo I took was of me, unfortunately. I, uh, I shaved my beard off and kept the stash and I wanted to take a picture to see how funny I look <laughs> pretty fucking funny to be honest I look horrible this is not a good look for me but we're uh, we're gonna roll with it that was the last photo that I took the only reason I did this uh, is because my wife broke one of my cameras that I let her have she's doing this uh, she's making videos so watch out uh, she's making some videos uh, she does nails nail designs and stuff like that. She's really fucking good. So she wanted to start making videos, so I uh, I had another camera that I don't use, and I'm like, hey, use this. And uh, something happened last night, and it, it fell and broke. And so I was like, for your punishment, I'm going to shave and keep my mustache. And she was right. It's punishment for me, too. <laughs> How did you get to school? That's another question. Uh, I, w I took a bus. I didn't have to walk because I was definitely out of range of, uh, of school. That's not super interesting, but... Uh, no. What was it like where you lived? I mean, I guess where I grew up, maybe? It was chill. It was, uh... I grew up in the 90s, so... Everybody was still kind of running around. People were playing in the, in the, in the neighborhood, and... Uh, my mom would always get mad at me because I would never tell her where I'm going... And I would just, like, be at a friend's house for, like, 20 hours. Uh, you know, we were in times where you didn't have to worry so much about being, like, kidnapped and, you know, shit going on. Uh, that's where, that's uh, what it was like. I mean, we had a corner store, so my dad would always let me borrow, like, a buck. Like, a dollar went a long way at the corner store for some reason. And uh, 
I'd walk to the corner store and buy something. And then, like, that was, like, my life. Corner store, playing, and uh, school. And maybe sports. It was chill, though. I think everybody um, that I know, at least, kind of looks back on their childhood. And they're like, I want to be a kid again. Where you don't have to think about anything. You just kind of do. Your body just... Your, whatever... Whatever sounds amazing at the time, that's what you do or you try to do and you hope your parents will allow you to. But that was so nice, you know. That's, uh, someone brought up a good point. Uh, that, you know, kids, when you're a kid, that's like the best time to be, um, it's kind of like the best mindset to have, right? If you're going to be in the, uh, if you want to be like a business owner or you want to uh, do something creative or invent something, being a kid or at least having that mentality is amazing because there's nothing considered off the table when you're a little kid. Anything sounds possible. I mean, if you tell a little kid, hey, do you want to, uh, uh, Jesus, do you want to steal an ice cream truck and, uh, and, uh, drive it to the North Pole? And a little kid will be like, yes, let's do that now. And you're like, well, what about second grade? And they're like, fuck second grade. I'm going to go with you. Um, and, you know, an adult's like, well, you can't really do that. But when you're a kid, anything's possible. So out of that anything possible uh, or anything's possible m mentality, I feel like you can really get some good ideas. Like, you're, there's going to be a lot of stuff that's definitely not possible. But you're going to get a lot of good ideas. Um, that's what it was like when I grew up. And then I talked about, like, being a kid and stuff. So, you know, that's what's so great about these topics. You just kind of flow into other shit. If you don't like a book, do you still try to finish it? No. It's hard for me to even pick up a book. The only book that I really read is uh, by this uh, this, art, this this art author named uh, William W. Johnstone. He writes uh, like westerns. And to make a, a decently long story even shorter, I picked up a free book from a store when I was living in Georgia. It was a free book in the free book bin. I didn't steal it, and I read it, and it was really good. It was a Western, like I said, and never really something that I considered being into, but it was uh, it was really interesting, so I bought a lot of them. I ended up buying them, so it was, uh, that was the, the <laughs> what do you call that? That's the gate, that was the gateway book for me, <laughs> but no, I typically, uh, don't read. I should, but it's hard for me to sit still. So I don't uh, I don't really read that much. I don't understand what that question is. Where and what would be your dream home? I don't really know. That's a good question. Because there's so many possibilities. Um... Like there's so many different uh, varieties that I see for like my 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 life, <laughs> um, and I was thinking about this uh, the other day. I I enjoy having my own house. It's weird because even now I I find myself walking around. I'm like I can't believe this is my house. It's strange to uh, be there. I mean I'm sure my parents kind of feel that way too. They're like I can't believe you're so you know you're so grown up now. It's and all this stuff, but I, uh, 
I was thinking, like, I think I might be okay. I've always wanted to live in a loft apartment uh, because I think they're cool. They're very open. They're spacious. They got the brick and they got the, the heating ducts and stuff. I think that's just a, I like that look. And if I had a big enough, if I could get a big enough uh, loft that was, like, bigger than my house, which isn't that hard. My, my house is, like, 900 square foot technically but it's probably a little bit i would say about a thousand square foot which you could probably find a loft apartment that is bigger than that of course uh so my dream home would be like a loft style place of living um that i could still have like an i could still like um have people over and entertain you know I don't want it to be like so it's so small to where it's like a hassle to have people over you know so i would like a loft apartment that was big enough um to entertain people and have people over and one that i could buy i don't want, i really don't want to rent to be honest if i could buy a loft apartment that'd be pretty solid um and to be to be honest i, I wouldn't even mind it being in rochester um i don't need to live anywhere else if i could live in like atlanta that'd be cool again Makes me tear up every time I think about it. So, yeah, Loft would be really cool. Um, but on the flip side, um, my wife and I, before we moved back to New York, before we moved to Florida, and when we were still in Georgia, we actually almost went through with buying a, a boathouse. Which is exactly what you think it is. It's a boat that has everything a house does. And it seemed so perfect this boat that we wanted was just freshly renovated on the inside it had like you know your vinyl flooring uh vinyl wood flooring uh they just painted this it, it had a kitchen it had a bathroom it had a bedroom it had everything and it was like i think it was like forty thousand or forty five thousand dollars and uh we were like that's pretty cheap because if you think of like what a mortgage is for a house you're looking at you know hundred thousand and up so um, and the way it works there is, so you buy the boat, you have like a payment on that boat, unless you have 40,000 cash. Um, and then you pay like a slip fee or slip rent, which is like a rent to be at that, that dock. And that was only going to cost us maybe 400 or 300 or something like that a month. And it had everything you needed. Um, and then it was like $15 every two weeks to have someone come clean your uh, your black tank out, which is like where you shit, where your shit goes. Um, so we almost did that. And we might have been on a boat right now. Uh, it was really cool. And living in Georgia, it gets cold, but we probably could have made it work. Anyways, that would have been, that would be my dream home. Um, that'd be really fucking cool. I know you guys probably thought I would, say like this big like mansion but that shit's lonely when you got like two people even if we have like 10 kids like i'm not looking to have a mansion or 10 kids what kind of places do you like to visit um it's it is a broad question so i guess it could kind of go anywhere i really enjoy going out of the country to be honest i enjoy experiencing other cultures um it gives you a it gives you a new perspective going to a different country kind of gives you a reset in a way um if you're 
if you almost start to feel like like you're taking you know living in the US for granted or, or or living in New York or wherever the fuck you live for granted first of all it's great to go to a different state but to go to a different country and to see other people live not necessarily like oh wow they have a bad so well, I guess I do have a good but like for instance where my wife is from over in Europe it's your your very very uh, typical way of uh, European living um, it may not be typical for most because you may not you may not understand. You may not know because you've never been there. But it's everything makes sense. Everything makes sense there, um, down to the the words, um, their language alone is uh, it's Russian. And someone hear it and say well, that sounds confusing. And it kind of it is hard. Learning any new language is hard. But down to the language, it just makes sense. Um, and uh, you know, the way their transportation system is set up, the way that uh, living is set up. Everything is set up perfectly um, to where you really don't need a vehicle to get around. And I like visiting new places because of that, because you get to see how other people live. And you can take some of that back to how you live. And we do. Uh, with that being said, I do have a vehicle, so I'm not walking everywhere because... In a lot of places in the U.S., at least where I live, um, upstate New York, not New York City, um, you kind of do need a car to get to places because um, people tend to be 25, 30 minutes away driving-wise. So taking the, uh, you know, our buses here don't go out to certain areas. Um, they stay predominantly, like, on the city, like, on the city border, and they, they don't go to these further um further out uh, suburbs and stuff so that's that's a factor um as well other than that i just love experiencing other people's cultures um even when you go to different states different states have their own culture within it as well uh ohio is one of them uh my wife's sister lives in ohio and is from ohio um long story about that but she lives in ohio and there's even certain foods which i don't even know at the top of my head but there's even certain foods um, and certain things that they do in Ohio that are never heard of here in New York. And it's not even that far away. So, um, yeah. That's that long-winded answer. What Christmas traditions do you enjoy? I'm not going to answer that one. Have you ever been invited to a surprise birthday party? Yes, I have. I've been invited to a few of them. Mostly, I mean, they're mostly family because... Yeah, mostly family. Maybe, like, one or two, like, friends... Uh, surprise parties. <laughs> Wouldn't a surprise party be the like the stupidest uh, place to like bring a first date? <laughs> that would be because they don't know, so maybe they ruin the surprise. That'd be funny. Uh, are there any sports you don't enjoy watching? I really don't watch any. I like watching football. Um, basketball's not bad. If we're talking about on TV, uh, I really don't like watching any of them but football. If we're talking about in person, I could damn near watch any sport. Maybe not golf. Because the field is too long. You know, it's just like 18 holes. It seems like a lot. Uh, but hockey, love watching it live. Basketball, love watching it live. Football is a next level. I went to my first football game like two years ago. Uh, thanks to my wife, and that was 
that was wild. I would definitely do it again. It's expensive. Like, she got really good tickets, so that would be a tough one. Because um, I'm a cheap bastard, and I don't know if I want to spend, like, $900 to be up close. But that's, um, yeah, I like watching sports live. Definitely a live person when it comes to that. Yeah. Don't know. No. <laughs> How do people celebrate birthdays in your country? I guess everyone's kind of different, but typically you just have like a party with like your family and close friends. That's that's probably pretty typical. Other people like go out and get hammered, which is not really like my my deal. It's not really my thing. I don't like going out and getting hammered, even though there's like Ubers and stuff. I don't like the idea of like driving somewhere. I could just Uber somewhere, but I'm not trying to spend like 40 bucks just to get to and from a bar. Um, that would be the way to go though, for sure. Next question. What's the best age to be? Guess it depends really. Uh, I'm 29 right now. I would say as a 29 year old thinking about this question, obviously, I think probably like 21, 21 years old is probably like a good number because you're, you're still young enough to where you, where you're kind of a little bit immature. Um, and you, you would still potentially be living at home, hopefully saving up money. But you're old enough to do adult things. So it's like that perfect, like your parents will allow you to stay there for like a few more years. I'm gonna go this way. Your parents will allow you to stay there for a few more years, but you can still like go do adult stuff and get your career going, which I, I think it's pretty cool. Um, 21, man. There's nothing wrong with 29. Uh, but you're not allowed... It's not socially acceptable to be, like, super irresponsible and immature at 29. And if you are, there's nothing wrong with it, but, like, people just look at you differently. So, I my, my thing right now is, like, I want people to take me seriously, but also... I also want people to, I also want to be able to be myself, which is a, is tough because I do, at, at times I do look younger than what I am. So people don't sometimes take me as serious until they like get to know me. Then they're like, oh, okay, he's really mature. Thank you. Do you have a favorite shop? No. This is a good one. What would you like to see more of in the news? I think I would like to see more positive shit. Um, we're in this, we're in this like, I don't know when it started either, but we're in this crazy uh, realm of like negative negativity is what draws views. And don't get me wrong, I'm I'm part of the problem. Uh, unfortunately. If, if I'm scrolling through, if I'm scrolling, uh, you know, to any video, if I'm scrolling, let's say through Instagram reels or something like that, and it's like, I, I don't know, you name it. All right. You name it. Something negative, right? Someone getting beat up or something. 
I'm going to watch it. I'm not going to agree with it, but I'm going to watch it. And it's become like the norm. Um, I feel like people like seeing positive stuff too. A lot more. Because on a, on a daily basis, we all wake up thinking, I want today to be awesome. So why wouldn't you want your news stations to like put out awesome stuff? Like we don't we don't have to focus on the negative stuff, because before that happened and before social media, yeah, there was negative stuff happening, but it didn't seem like that much. Now don't get me wrong, it probably was, but we weren't seeing it and it wasn't really affecting us. Now we see more news and more more stories and and they tend to be more, more uh, mostly negative. So it just creates this effect like the world is imploding on us. But if you take a step outside, it's really not that bad. So yeah, if news stations would be a little bit more responsible and take their jobs more seriously and do their jobs, they would start putting more positive stuff out there. I mean, I, I totally feel bad for the journalism uh, student that gets out and gets their first gig getting paid $15 an hour and has to write these bullshit stories um, that get edited so damn much that you, you you either quit the industry as a whole or you just ride along with it and you're like okay whatever i got my story published i don't care what it says so <laughs> that's my rant on the negative news uh what's the nicest hotel you've ever stayed at oh god the nicest hotel um god you guys are gonna judge me so hard for this one i don't really stay i've stayed at hotels before who hasn't um, I stayed at the Trump Hotel when I was in, uh, when I was in Atlantic City. And this was years ago. This was back in 2000, like 2009, 2010, uh, before Trump was even considered for presidency. Um, and I stayed in the Trump Hotel. Yeah, I think that was the nicest hotel. And it wasn't anything special from what I remember, but it was, you know, it was a Trump hotel, so it was considerably um, a better option than, like, the Holiday Inn or something like that, which I would prefer, if, if I'm to be honest. Price point-wise, Holiday Inn Express has it nailed. Not only that, but you get a morning breakfast. And if you get them right, you get bacon. And I'm And I'm all for that. Do you spring out of bed in the morning or do you need more time to wake up? That also depends on what I'm doing. Uh, typically, I like to sleep in a little bit. Um, but there comes a time where I'm like really tired and I crack my eyes open a little bit and I'm just like, not yet. And then I'll, but, then, but then it'll come a time where my eyes just like open and I'm like, it's time to get up. So... I do need a little bit of time, but it also depends. If I have a flight to catch, I'm fucking wide awake because <laughs> we know what it's like to have to pay for a, another ticket uh, if you miss your flight. Uh, do you wear a watch? Yeah, I do. And I, I wear a... Uh, let see if I can take this off for you guys. I wear a throwback... Casio because it was like 35 bucks and to be honest when I bought it 
I was more along the lines like just trying to cheap out <clears throat> and have a watch that that would tell time as most people would want. I had a smartwatch for a minute and uh, it was cool, but it, it was just to have to charge your watch every night. It it really became inconvenient. And it, w it was a smartwatch and it was dumb. It was a dumb smartwatch. So yeah, as far as that goes, I do wear a watch. I think it's great. Um, it's just so nice to not have to take your phone out. Like if you're trying to avoid taking your phone out, looking at the time and then getting stuck on your phone, get a watch. Get a cheap Casio watch or a watch that, uh, you know, that is like solar, like a solar powered watch or something like that. Or something with a battery because I've had this thing for two years. Hasn't died yet. Probably means it's going to die today, but it hasn't died yet. It's good to have on there. Um, do you have a favorite item of clothing? That's a, <laughs> that's a really interesting question, to be honest. I've never been asked that at all. I do like hats. Love hats. It's a good go-to if you um, cut your own hair. Oops. Or if you don't know what to put on. Like, you can you can still kind of like <clears throat> dress to impress and just throw a hat on, but have like a pretty dope outfit, which is cool. That's what I like about hats. Um. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I love hats um, and I love pullovers, but it said one item so yeah is there a dress code at your workplace well if you're talking about barbershop technically no uh, but the shop I work at is a little bit it's it's uh, nicer than your average barbershop uh, it's got that old-school like vintage vibe because it was a barbershop before it had a different owner before and was a shop for a very long time so it still has that old barbershop look and it has the original chairs and all that stuff um, but as far as what we wear uh, we wear these white uh, cut off sleeve um, I'm sorry not cut off sleeve these white short sleeve like they almost look like medical coats in a way and then they have the uh, the barbershop logo which is really really cool but at the same time uh, we don't have to wear those if we don't want to it's just kind of, we can wear them. Um, and I choose to because I kind of like the look. It, it makes me feel important. What? <laughs> this is a great fucking question because this is, can't say it's been on my mind, but it's, now that I think about it, what annoying things do young slash old people do? Where should we start? Maybe this will be like the last question. No, I can't end it on like a negative thing. Um, what annoying things do young old people do? Who do I want to start with? I'm going to start with old people. Old people have a, have a very passive-aggressive very passive-aggressive way of not learning new information. Um, I'm not saying every old person, but a lot of older people that, that I've talked to in the past, um, especially when I worked at my last uh, two companies ago, um, I, 
I worked in the retail business and, and uh, sold cell phones and service and stuff. And we got a lot of older folks who, they didn't know what they were doing sometimes with their devices. And I would try to help them on their level. I wouldn't try to be pretentious and uh, act better than them. But I would get down to their, you know, I'd teach them how I thought would, they would learn the best. Um, and it's like they, they were coming to me for help, but they weren't accepting it. They would, they would like fight me on helping them, even though they're the ones that came in for the help. So I hate that about, I mean, as, as a whole, um, there, there are quite a, quite a few of the older generation who is not open to new information. They're so set on their ways of what they set in stone back in their twenties and and things are just not like that anymore. Um, so that's, being closed-minded is the one thing I hate. Uh, young kids are a little too fucking open-minded. <laughs> you guys, remember how I was talking about earlier about how when you're a child, it's okay to have that mindset of anything's possible? It's cool when you're a child or when you're using it for good to invent something or to be creative. But now, you got this generation of kids who anything's possible and they're like trying to change society. And that's what I have a problem with. Because just because in your little head you think it's normal to do this or to do that, um, you think you have to then reconfigure the entire society around your beliefs and that's not how it works there are going to be people that don't like what you do or how you act like i like i am uh and that's okay it's okay that i dislike you but it's not okay to then say well you don't like me so i'm gonna like now we should change the laws and now we should i think you guys probably know what i'm getting at here's the thing i don't care who you are i don't care what you I don't care what, what what gender you decide you want to be, that does not bother me at all. I think if you are going to be happier, you we are all striving to be the happiest that we could potentially be in life, and we just want to live a happy life. So if, if your decisions are what needs to be done to get you towards happiness and that pure happiness, I'm all for it. But there comes a time when you can't, you can't expect society to then shift because of that. Um, there are people that are not going to agree with you. There are a lot more people that are going to be like, like me. They're like, I don't care what you decide to do. It's not affecting me. Um, and realistically, again, if it makes you happy, do it. Um, but yeah, that's what I, that's what I, I have a problem with with this younger generation. They, they're, they whine until they get their way. And it's creating a very brittle, a very brittle um, structure in our in our society. Um, some things are some things are meant to be variables, and some are not. I'm okay with changing how things were done 50 years ago. But there's certain things that you just don't change. You're you're playing with 
you're playing with fire a little bit. That's my personal thing. So let's move on to a question that's uh, that's positive. <clears throat> let's see. This is a good question. This is a very good question. Kind of ties into me talking about earlier about going to a different country and experiencing different uh, cultures and, and stuff like that. Um, this one says, do you try to learn a little of the language before holidaying abroad? I will tell you this, I've never been to, the times that I've gone away, it's never been for a holiday or during a holiday. Um, now, is, but as far as learning the language, 100%. When I move, when I, when I go to a, a different country, I immerse myself in that culture because I don't want to be a tourist. I don't want to feel like a tourist. I want to be in the culture. Um, I specifically try to avoid anything that is is like the go-to thing to do when you go somewhere. I just don't like doing that because it's like you could you could just go on Google and type in you know, these tourist attractions, and you'll find them, and they're there. I'm going to do this stuff that people don't think about. Uh, for instance, when I went to Colombia, uh, I I went for a wedding. So, I was the best man. You're welcome. I, uh, I, went, with a, I went for a friend that was getting married, and he was marrying a Colombian girl, and her family lived there, like all her family. So... We got the real Columbia uh, tour. We did a little bit of touristy stuff, but we did stuff that like tourists wouldn't necessarily think to know about, um, which was so fucking cool. The biggest one for me is, you know, you watch the food, you watch these like food shows, and um, you know these guys or girls that are traveling to different countries, and they go, my favorite is the street food. The street food looks so good. All the types of meat look so good. It's just the coloring of it. It's like the, all the meat has like this color to it that just looks so perfectly cooked. And so the first thing I wanted to do, I was like, I have to eat some street food. And people were like, don't, man. You got a wedding <laughs> to go to. And I was like, no, dude. I want some street food. So, uh... So yeah, not only did I learn a shit ton of Spanish when I was there, uh, because I kind of knew a little bit, but I really learned a lot when I lived there. Um, yeah, that's right. I got Velcro pants on. What's the deal? Uh, but it was awesome. It was awesome. We uh, we took this little boat. We took this this very sketchy boat around this little. Uh, I don't even know what you would call it. It was a piece of land that was just fucking sticking out. It's kind of, you know, here, here's what it was. Now that I remember, it was a mountain. <laughs> it wasn't a, a small piece of land. It was, a, it was kind of a little bit of a mountain. We took, we took this boat around the mountain, and there was like this cove. It was kind of shaped like this. And uh, it was like a little beach. And we just hung out on the beach. And this guy came up to us. And it was like, in Spanish, he was like, you guys want some beer and some food, whatever? And uh, we were like, yeah, dude. We were, 
At that point, we'd already been drinking quite a bit, so I was like pretty, I was on my way. I was in a different country, so I didn't care. And so we ordered like chicken. It was chicken and uh, coconut rice. And it took a long time. It felt like it took a long time. But then this guy also brought over like a milk crate of beer. A whole milk crate of beer bottles from over there. And we just... And I don't even remember how much it cost, but it, I know it was cheap. And then the guy comes out with these massive plates with our food on it. And dude, it was so much food. I think it took so long because the chickens, I'm pretty sure, were alive back there. And they were like... They went. They were going through some... It was it was legitimate, and the chicken tasted so much different than it tastes here. It doesn't taste like rubbery. It tastes it tastes so much better. Um, but anyways, it's very important to know language before you go to a different country because not only should you immerse yourself and and be able to interact with people there because you learn more about the culture, but also when it comes to ordering things like beer and food, uh, and bathroom, those are like the the top. You know, where's the beer? Where's the food? Where's the bathroom? How the fuck am I going to get back to my hostel? <laughs> those are the, big, the biggest questions. Uh, those are super important. But yeah, it's very, very good. See, the, the great thing I love about these questions is it's not just a quick... I don't answer things quickly. I try to answer it, but then I like always have a story with it. Um, like this one. Do you like weddings? I do. As a whole, I do like weddings. I think sometimes people spend too much money on them and put more emphasis on the expense of the wedding as opposed to what the actual wedding is for and what it means. But all, but ultimately, I think weddings are great. Um, the last wedding I went to was for a buddy of mine, um, and it was a, it was a gay wedding. And I gotta say. It was one of my favorite weddings to ever go to because it was, it seemed so, it wasn't stressful at all for me being in it. And it wasn't, didn't seem stressful for um, my two friends that were getting married. They seemed so low key. They, there was no like not seeing each other before the wedding. Like it was the exact way that I would imagine that I would like any wedding to go. That's how my wedding was. It was very low-key. There was really no stress involved. It was great. So overall, I do like weddings. I think they're great. Um, at the same time, I'm also not opposed to getting married in a court courtroom and then just having a big party for everyone to hang out. Uh, for my wedding specifically, I didn't think it was important for everybody to go to the ceremony. I picked the people that I thought would, uh, who I thought would want to be at the ceremony, and uh, same with my wife, and then we just had a big party after, because most people, you know, you got the people that do like the ceremony, it's very mushy, and it's very, it is the important part, because if you didn't have the ceremony, then, you know, but people really care about the food. You never hear someone bitch about the ceremony. I mean, I don't say never, but typically the ceremony is the same rendition of a ceremony that happens at a wedding. Uh, and, and the food can be 
typical too, but people talk about the food. That's the main one. How was the food? That's the first question. Hey dude, I just got married. Awesome. How was the food? <laughs> I don't care about your your new wife. How was that food? Because that's a big one. I gotta say, the food at at my buddy's wedding was kick ass. It was different. And the way they were serving it, which I think is probably because of COVID, the way they were serving it is it was a buffet, but they just had somebody get it for you. And I, I kind of like that because it just made it smoother, I guess. I don't know. And the food that he had was, was awesome. He had some really, like, chick I think he had, like, chicken Alfredo, uh, regular pasta. Um, I think there was chicken French, I believe. I don't know. There were some other different ones that I, I aren't necessarily typical for a wedding. Um, or at least not what I've been used to. But, yes, I do like weddings. Um... Also don't know. Also not sure. That's kind of cool, but I don't really, I don't really know. What's your perfect breakfast? Uh, which celebrities annoy you? A lot of them, I guess. Um, I used to want to be a celebrity. And then I realized how silly of a dream that is. It's so it's such a you can kind of you can be a celebrity in your own life. You don't have to be rich and famous to be a celebrity. But that's kind of what the picture, you know, that's that's painted. Um, a lot of a lot of these liberal celebrities really piss me off because here's the thing Hollywood is mostly left-leaning more left-leaning for sure and uh, I'm not making this up you can listen to a shit ton of other podcasts that maybe talk about this type of stuff and you will hear that it, it's it's a it's a known thing uh, because when you have a, a celebrity that comes out and says some shit um, that sounds a little bit more conservative or more Republican they get bashed and they lose jobs and that's why a lot of them are scared to come out as Republican um, so you have a lot of celebrities that tend to just follow what they need to in order to get jobs which is why you especially during this coronavirus and um, a lot of the BLM stuff that has went on you have a lot of uh, celebrities that took part in in a way, pandering to BLM solely just to say they did it and hopefully it books them more shows. And it sounds very barbaric to, for me to, you know, coming from my mouth to say that because you probably think that I'm lying. But that's how Hollywood is. You have to do what it takes to get to the next level, even if you have to step on somebody else's shoes um, to do it. And if you step on the wrong person's shoes... It's not good, especially if they're new. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of celebrities. I, I just, be yourself, man. When people get into the arts, 
I bet you the first thought isn't I want to be a celebrity. It's I love doing this and man, it'd be awesome if I could make money at it. But as you get up there, you start to see how the industry works and you start to kind of pander a little bit. Uh, and before you know it, you're like, a, you're not even like the person you were. That's why people make fun of people that, you know, uh, you know, move from like a small town or anywhere and then move to like LA, give them like a year, six months, two years, whatever, six months to a year. That person is going to be a lot different than they used to be. For sure, because you get there and you get sucked in. A lot of people talk about it. That's why there's so many people moving from L.A. to Texas. Because you get the weather without the people. Um, yeah. So, a lot of celebrities annoy me. All those ones that pander. Now, the ones that come out and they're just like themselves and they're very humble. Um... Humble celebrities are so cool, man. Because they're just normal people that are put on a platform. <laughs> what professions are overpaid and underpaid? I don't know. Most people would think that... Most people would agree that, like, any sports profession um, are overpaid. You know, a lot of people get mad. They're like, man, you fucking bum. You can't catch that ball. You're getting paid $30 million. Fair. I mean, fair. But just because you're getting paid $30 million, whatever it is, to catch a football or catch a catch a baseball, that doesn't mean you're perfect. Um, also, the reason they're getting paid so much is because you don't see how much money that team as a brand um, is bringing in in general off of t-shirts off of off of, uh, off of games off of video games off of sponsorships there's so much money being brought in that those players are evaluated based on that and they're paid a percentage so yes it is a lot of money people look at it like dude this guy's getting paid millions to play a game that is true but because they're such a great player they're making tenfold for that company um and each team is all they are is a company. That's all it is. Uh, teams don't have to exist. That's how you've seen in the past where uh, professional sport teams have just stopped existing. You think that's funny, but it's not. It's a fucking serious, serious thing. Just see how quick the see how quick the. Uh, 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 just see how quick that these teams can just switch where they where they uh, what is it the the Nevada I'm sorry the Las Vegas Raiders <laughs> it sounds horrible but it could happen they can move uh, and they cannot exist so I think they are overpaid no I'm just kidding they're not overpaid um, I think they I think they make I think it, it's equivalent if you really look at how much money is actually coming in now underpaid I gotta say teachers man teachers are definitely underpaid um, I was talking to I was talking to a friend of mine whose wife teaches um, more out you would consider in the country and 
his trying to think his wife has been teaching for over 10 years and is, is getting paid between like 30 and 40,000 a year that blows my mind uh, we expect so much out of these teachers uh, and you know we don't give them the freedom one to be teachers and to do their job uh, I don't know if it's just this state or if it's every state, but we create this blanket way of teaching and these teachers that go in to make a difference and to utilize their skills to develop different ways to teach kids based on how they learn and stuff like that, that all goes out the window and everyone's just the, the same person. You, you get taught the same way. Um, so that's kind of stressful in itself because you got to put yourself in a box and then you know take everything that you wanted to do and put that away and then just follow this curriculum. Um, and and I think they're put in a hard spot and uh, I, I think that teachers are definitely underpaid uh, I'm not saying they should make millions of dollars but for God's sake like if a teacher was single living on their own make it fucking worth it why is somebody why is a why is someone flipping burgers making almost the same amount as, as someone that's teaching you know entry-level jobs are called entry level for a reason um they're not meant to be jobs that you stay in the rest of your life so everyone that complains about getting underpaid to flip burgers i'm sorry but that's supposed to be motivational for you to say mm, i can't get paid that much here i gotta move up or i gotta move out and that's my perspective on that but yeah teachers are definitely underpaid for sure and i don't know if that's ever going to change uh it will in districts Okay, you got districts that they they have uh, you know, they'll have strikes and stuff, but as a whole, it's gonna take some time before that actually happens. <laughs> All these are kind of good questions, but they're uh, they're very <laughs> they're very deep. What annoys you about the town where you live? <laughs> I don't wanna say nothing, but I think it's anywhere. I don't wanna say traffic. No, I don't know. The drivers, man. Some of the drivers like really suck around here. People that drive, they don't pay attention. That kind of annoys me. But all in all, uh, I really like this city. I, I it annoys me the people that bash Rochester so much, and they just talk about it. I mean, they talk for years and years about leaving, but they never do. And it's like, look, I understand if this. I understand if you want to get out of here because you've never been anywhere else. You t you totally should. Go somewhere else. See how it is. If you like it, live there. If you don't like it, move back here or go try somewhere else. Uh, but to just constantly bash on where you live and just kind of sulk, you're not helping yourself. And people don't want to hear that shit, man. Like, this is a good place to live. And the reason I can say that is because I've lived other places. And I've seen what it's like. I fucking love Georgia. I want to live in Georgia right now. But I do understand how awesome it is here, too. Like, Rochester is a great place to raise a family, in my opinion. There's a lot of things you can do. Um, relatively speaking, it's pretty safe to live here. Even in the city. Even in the city, it's safe. Yeah, you might not go outside at night. 
but kids kids don't do that shit anyways <laughs> but no it's it's rel it's relatively safe here it's a great place to and i don't really think things are that expensive new york taxes are a little bit higher than most places or a lot of places but there are a lot of things a lot of benefits to that okay would you rather have more money in your paycheck um or a, a worse worse off school system I mean, as a whole, New York has a very good education system. Uh, despite not paying their teachers enough, the education you get in New York is far better than the education you're going to be getting uh, in Georgia or Florida or any of these southern states. It's not me being an asshole. It's proven. And a lot of people that you talk to would probably say the same exact thing. So I would rather have things a little bit more expensive and know that when I decide to have kids, that I could send them to a, damn near any school district, any, any district around here, and my kid will turn out fine. So, that's what annoys me. If you want to move, just move. No one's stopping you. Seriously, no one's stopping you. That's all I have to say about that. I'm going to put an end to this podcast, okay? We've been going for about an hour, and I think you guys are probably sick of hearing me. I enjoy you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and uh, next time, we have we have something good. I actually have a plan for next time, which I don't typically plan these podcasts. I have a plan. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you did enjoy it, don't forget to subscribe, man. Let's get those subscribers counts up, dude, for real. Uh, leave a comment below if you like this. Uh, if you like this whole random topic generator, let me know. It's 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 fun. I enjoy it. And uh, it makes you guys question things too. So if you do enjoy it, give me a thumbs up, leave me a comment. And uh, dude, we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you on the flippity. All right, we'll see you guys later.